All Things Black presents Fanboys. I'm Calvin. The guy right over there drinking the beer out the mug or whatever it is is Garland. And we are back for our second show of the new year. So, you know, we got a little more consistent. That's two, two weeks in the new year, two shows in a row. And... Last week, we, when did we record? Like a Friday? And the day we is like a Thursday. recorded on a Friday. The day is hitting, a Thursday. We hitting y'all early. We hitting y'all early. What's what's going on, Garland? You over there got, getting lit? Got me dancing like a Brip, you know, because I'm a blood. I can't say Crip. Got me dancing like a Brip over here. Like no. I'm in the Tupac video. So you done moved out of Hartford County and became a blood, <laughs> yo. Yes. You know, it's bloods out here. It was like a pack of bloods that lived in uh, Edgewood. So. so they... They jumped you in. Oh, oh, well, you you older now. So when you in the graduate, you went over as, in the grad chapter. You went over yeah. the grad chapter. You ain't, you ain't had to get jumped in like that. You double dutched in Yo, or something like that. I'm, I'm OG too big. I, I was already a blood back in the day. <laughs> OG too big. That's what they called me back in. Pimlico. I tell you, boy. I tell you, this this this. <laughs> It's exactly why you can't let your adults watch t- too much TV. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm gonna have to call Paula and the girls and be like, "Listen, y'all cut. Y'all need to cut the TV off at a certain time for him." Now he's saying he a blood. <laughs> My blood, blood. That's on blood. Yo, you off the chain. OG man. too big. You know. You know what's up. <laughs> Everything good with you? You and your gang, y'all good over there? Yeah, man. I I I claim McDonald's set. You know what I'm saying? Big Macs everywhere. You, um, nah. You you're not claiming Box Hill? Box Hill crab cake oh, set? Yeah. That ain't what see, you claiming, fool? You ain't Box claiming Hill, that, fool? Box Hill bab cakes, bab <laughs> bab bakes. That's right, son. Box Hill bab bakes. You know what? Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. From oh that. god! <laughs> hey yeah, man. man, for everybody out there, um, we are live on YouTube right now. And if you don't see us live on YouTube, you can catch us on all the podcast platforms. It'll come out probably tomorrow afternoon, maybe tomorrow morning. Um, you yeah. can see us live if you have Spotify, but if not, you'll just listen to us on the rest of the podcast platforms. I'm trying to put it on Facebook Live. I don't know if it went or not. If it did, Ain't nobody welcome. On if not, we'll we'll catch you all another time. So. Only people on Facebook is our grandparents, and they're not even here no more. So. About man, I I be living on Facebook. You know what? That's my form. I want to talk to Mark Zuckerberg because I'm tired of when you make these posts and then these people come on your post and be like, "Hey, you should talk to Bob Jones. He has some great ideas." And they go down and do it for every comment on your post, and then you got to go back and you got to do all this special restrictions. Yeah, Facebook, y'all get to be too much now. They're trying to get you to see they only fans. They want you to see them, see them oh, twerk. Go and DM me. Go see it. You ain't got to put it on my page. Oh, boy. Look, what are we going to talk about today before you get in trouble around here? <laughs> Man, a lot of people been fired. People separated from their jobs. And so we're going to talk about that NFL. Got about eight uh, coaches' jobs open. Uh, we're going to talk about Super Wild Card Weekend, make some predictions of the games that are coming up in the AFC and NFC. My boy Wink, yo, he really showed his ass. He just cussed out Dayball and 
a bouncer. We can talk a little bit about that. Wink is from Highland Town or something. He's from East Baltimore somewhere. Dundalk, because what he did was very Dundalkish. I also going to talk a little college football. Uh, Nick Saban, he retired as well. And a little come on, yo, to end the segment. And so, Calvin, I want to start off with this song because it was a special week so far, uh, starting on Monday. So we got a few weeks, and we go have the test. Thought you up the weeks. You gonna need it. You gonna need it. You gonna need it. You gonna need it. Yeah, it was Black Monday, y'all. Couple firings, as uh, Bomani calls it, Key Card Monday. The fact that you know that word for word is disturbing. <laughs> it's I love the clip. Anyway, so uh we had a couple changes in the NFL, some firings. Four head coaches have been separated from their jobs starting on Monday. And so the Titans, they fired Mike Vrabel, who was uh 54 and 45 over six seasons, and he led Tennessee to four consecutive winning seasons after arriving in uh 2018. But the Titans, they experienced back-to-back frustrating seasons, finishing under 500 uh, both times. And they finished 6-11 and 11 this season. Also fired by the commanders was Riverboat Ron Rivera. He was 26-40 and 40 and won over four seasons. And they finished this season 4-13 and 13 after losing to the Cowboys in their season finale. The Falcons, they fired Arthur Smith. After a season-ending 48-17 to 17 loss, we're going to talk about that in a minute because uh, something really bad happened in that game that knocked him out the playoffs for the sixth consecutive season. Smith was 21-30 uh, and 30 over three seasons, and Atlanta finished 7-10 and 10 in each of his three seasons as head coach. Um, also, uh, well, he was kind of fired, but they trying to give him an advisory job, Pete Carroll. Uh, he was uh, released as head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. They've been there for 14 seasons, 10 playoff appearances, one Super Bowl win. They have gone to two Super Bowls. It actually should be two if the dumb offensive coordinator didn't call for a pass on the two-yard line with beast mode in the backfield. Overall, he had a 137-89-1 and record, and he's going to take on a special role allegedly within the organization. And the big news today was the Patriots. They parted ways with Bill Belichick. After 24 years, uh, Belichick led the team to six Super Bowl wins and ended his tenure in New England with the second most wins, including playoffs, 296, with one franchise. And so there are a total of eight head coaching openings, including the Chargers, Panthers, and Raiders, who released their head coaches earlier this year. And so uh, which firing or departure surprised you the most? Uh, Pete Carroll, man. I never saw that one coming. I thought that... Pete Carroll was doing a good job. They were about a game away from the playoffs this year, but I guess their expectations are high. And when you're in the division um, along with the 49ers, I mean, it's going to be tough to get in there. And the Rams were playing well this year also. So it's going to be tough to get in, but they still had a winning record. I I, I mean, it came right. out of nowhere. There may have been, must have been something internal. Um, it seemed like they were never really settled um, after Russell Wilson left, but they still made the playoffs last year. So I, it, just, it was just shocking. And Geno's been playing out of his mind. He wasn't as hot this year as he was last year, but yeah, that was, that was the one that when it, went down i was like oh okay i, I yeah. didn't see it coming that was a surprise to me i think mike vrabel was a, a big surprise to me i mean he has a winning record 
Um, they really they traded away most of their talent. I mean, they traded AJ exactly. Brown, Johnny um, Smith, Johnny Smith, uh, Arthur Smith had left. That was the offensive coordinator doing uh, that nice little run that they had making the playoffs. Um, they probably ran Derrick Henry a little bit too much. Uh, Tannehill, he definitely fell off the face of the earth in, tel- in terms of leading that team. And they did kind of um, choke in a couple playoffs. Uh, but, you know, I thought his game, I thought his job was pretty much secure. And so, yeah, I was a little surprised about that. Also about Pete Carroll in terms of having a winning record, although they did miss the playoffs. And so I uh, definitely was surprised by that. Now, which uh, is the best job? Among these eight jobs, what do you think is the best job? In in the in the age of quarterback, it has to be the San Diego Chargers um, because they they seem like they're primed to do something. Um, you know, you got Justin Herbert, you still have Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, um, a decent defense out there with Khalil Mack. Like, so it has to. I would think that it's the Chargers. Okay, I would say uh, probably I would say the Raiders first. I think that's a good job because Mark Davis, he's willing to spend the money. Um, they had a pretty decent team, although they, they have some questions at quarterback. Um, being in Vegas is definitely an attraction for uh, players to come there. They have great facility. I think if they get the right coach in there, you know, they're not too far from being good. Uh, they're facing some big cap issues in the coming season where they're going to have to let a lot of uh, people go. They may have to let go Bosa. They may have to let go Khalil Mack or do a lot of restructuring. That team might not look the way it looked this year, although you have your franchise quarterback already in place. Um, And I would say the Falcons, because I think the Falcons, because Arthur Smith's going to spend that money. Arthur Smith, he'll put the money out to try to get the team. Yeah, I I mean, say Arthur Smith, excuse me, Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank is the owner of What'd the What I say, Blank and shit? Yeah, you say Blank and shit. Arthur Blank that looked like a 70s. <laughs> right. Like old 70s. Mr. Burns. Going on, baby? <laughs> yeah, uh, the Mr. Burns in the NFL, Arthur Blank. And, you know, he spend that money. Atlanta is always a good place. Also, the GM position is open as well. And so um, it's believed that Belichick and Carroll, they still want to coach in the upcoming season. As a matter of fact, um, that's what's being reported, that Belichick, this is not a retirement. He is looking for another job. Pete Carroll said he believes that he still can coach. And he wants to coach. And so uh, will they get one of these jobs? And which, and if so, which one do you think they would get? So you got to run the tread on Bill Belichick. Like any team that doesn't have a coach, you well, have he can, to run it. He can be bald. <laughs> you going, you going, the yeah, tread can you, be gone. You got it. You got to <laughs> give him, you got to give him a shot. Like yeah. you'd be stupid not to give him a shot. So it's hard to say which job. Um, he would get because mm-hmm. it's just going to depend on which one is the most attractive. I think at his age and his uh, time in his career that I think it would be the charges for him because it's clear that he can run a defense, but without a quarterback, he right. doesn't stand a chance. Um, right. So I, I think that the charges would probably be a good landing spot for him. Um, Pete Carroll, you know, I I don't know. Like I think Pete, I think Pete would look for the challenge. You know, maybe Pete would go somewhere like DC and you know see what he can do with that little young young team. Um, yeah, got mm-hmm. Sam Howell down there. You need a quarterback. You got to build again, or maybe even Atlanta, like you said, just to get a quarterback. Um, I could see Pete doing that also. Their defense actually 
really came on strong. They had like a top five passing defense um, last season. So, you know, one right. of those two for Pete Carroll that I would. Yeah. Think. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking maybe the charges for Pete Carroll. I mean, he's the only guy that's really won in LA recently. I mean, from his work at USC, he really, you know, he had USC as pretty much popping before they got uh, the Chargers and uh, the Rams to move there. And, you know, the Chargers are afterthought, which way, you know, a better way to connect. I think for Belichick, it's really going to be a job that has that GM opening as well, because he's going to want to be the GM and the coach. Uh, again, I, I agree with you. I think that Chargers job is very interesting. I think the Raiders job is interesting. That's another job with a GM and head coaching opening you, uh, there. You think you think that Las Vegas is going to be that stupid and let Antonio Pierce walk yes. after what he did for them the last the last uh, few games of the season? Yes, yes, because the they coaching be cycle, silly. This coaching cycle is too thick. You got Belichick, Carroll, Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, uh, out there. And we're not even counting the teams that are in the playoffs of coaches that might get fired if their teams lose in the playoffs. And so um, we never know. Hey, Sean McDermott might not have a job if they lose to the Steelers uh, in the playoffs. Um, oh, he definitely won't have a job. The, uh, Sirianni might not have a job in Philly if he loses to the Buccaneers. And so I think it's just so thick in terms of the amount of available coaches that are out there. That yeah, I mean, come on, Antonio Pierce. He he was a good player, but you're comparing him to Belichick or Carroll. No, it's it's not that I'm saying he's a better coach, but they rallied or around him. They rallied they around him this year. So, I, but I is that enough to, to pass on three for the Raiders? Two for Hall of Raiders? Famers. Yeah, for the is Raiders. A, yeah, you would pass on two Hall of Fame coaches yeah. I would. for a guy who's just a rah rah guy. I would I would pass on well he's more than a rah-rah guy. He he had them on a winning streak. They were in contention. Um we, I would give him I would give him first crack at that job. I definitely would. I like Antonio Pierce, but the word was is that he he was not strong on strategy. He was not strong on clock management. Yes, he was a great position coach. He got the team to rally around him. A great motivator. But you're saying you're gonna pick a motivator over I give him a shot. A man that won six Super Bowls. I give him a shot. The team likes him. I give him a shot. I give I him a shot. I don't know about that, Cal. I don't know I about that, Cal. I'm I'm sorry. I, I like Pierce, but if Bill Belichick is available <laughs> and I'm a I'ma take this guy who's never yeah, had head now, coaching experience now over the one a thing, Super Bowl winner. Now, the one thing I'm going to tell you, so there would be a clash. I mean, he's not Al Davis, but Mark Davis likes to be involved. I don't know if Belichick wants to be there, and I don't know if Mark Davis wants to have to deal with that. So It's uh, about money and freedom. Yeah, so if you're hiring Bill Belichick, you're going to have to open up the now, checkbook and give him full I, control. If I'm you're willing to seed your organization over to him in terms of being a general manager, and being a coach, and you him think, make the decisions. You think Mark Davis is comfortable <clears throat> with that? Yeah, because they want to win. I mean, he, he basically gave it to Josh McDaniels. He gave and, it to John. He and he gave it to John, it to John Gruden. Gruden. He basically <laughs> yeah, gave it to John he basically Gruden. Gruden. Uh, Gruden. I said Gruden. Put the name 
Gruden, he picked uh, Mike Mayock to be you the might, general manager. That I mean, was you boy. might be right. You might be right, but I would I would give Pierce a shot. I would give Pierce okay. a shot. I feel you. You sentimental, and 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 that's good. That's good. Yeah, I'm I'm not loyal, <laughs> not sentimental. Loyal, loyal to the guy that that proved something. Uh, I'm, funny I'm you a, mentioned. I'm thinking, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, funny you mentioned that uh, coaches may not be there if they lose in the playoffs. So the Roonies don't do this, but I got a feeling that if Mike Tomlin does not win this game against the Bills, what? There may be some rumblings. You know the you know the fans already want him gone. The fans, oh, the fans, been wanting him gone even after um, he won the Super Bowl. But I think there might be. You know what? I I think what we're seeing now, Cal, is it's really like when now you know. And exactly. back in the day, Pete Carroll would never lose that job unless he was ready to leave. Um, you you know, back in the day, the Patriots would not be talking about we're parting ways. It, it would be Belichick decided to leave. And so, yeah, it's Vrabel, a guy who has a winning record. <laughs> and they like, it's time to make a change. Exactly. And so if you're not getting some immediate results, then you know that that window closes pretty quickly. I mean, this would be well. I uh, think Steelers I didn't think, make the playoffs last year. Nah, and I, and or, the year before they made the it. Remember, they got they got right. stomped out by the Browns. The Browns right. what dropped forty two on them. They right. jumped from the brick. I don't think Tomlin should go. I I think mm-hmm. Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It it, it the Steelers expect excellence, so. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I mean, I'm even thinking about the Bears. I'm sure the Bears maybe might be regretting their decision to go stick with Eberflus. Now that you have, I mean, Matt Eberflus is better than Jim Harbaugh. Matt <laughs> Eberflus is better than Pete Carroll or uh, Bill Belichick. It 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 gives, so, you know, I, I don't think, and it's been back and forth, especially since he's been playing well. You know, I don't think they should let Justin Fields go. And it's been kind of back and forth. The only reason I'm thinking they may be keeping him is because Justin Fields looked like a star these last few weeks. So maybe they're going to keep him. I don't know. You know, Just, I don't Justin know. Fields reminds me of those TikToks you see where you see a woman and she doesn't have any makeup on. She doesn't look all that great. Then she puts her hand in front of the camera a couple of times. Then she comes back and her face is all beat up and she looks, you know, all makeup. And she uh, looks like a supermodel. That's <laughs> Justin Fields to me. Justin Fields, <laughs> he, he looked good sometimes. But when you get down to the nitty gritty of Justin Fields, he ain't all that attractive to me. <laughs> And I think that translates on the field, bro. I mean, he's had three seasons that. there. I can he's see had that. three years there, and it's he has these games where he looks like he's the a combination of Warren Moon and Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's throwing the ball all over the yard. He's he's sidestepping people, and then he has about four or five games straight where he's just throwing it to the other team. <laughs> and he can't get out of his way. And so um I think they have a bargaining chip. I mean, they had the number one pick, and maybe they can parlay that into something else. I don't know, but I mean I think it speaks well for fields that they kept evil. 
Yeah, that's if what I mean. If they fire Eberflus, then I think that means they they're probably going to trade um, you, Fields. You take that number one pick, you trade back, you get some more picks, you help build up the uh, both sides of the ball. I, I mean, get him another yeah, receiver. I, you know, so you so you saying give him at least two more years to show that it ain't the makeup. That, so I that think he, uh, I he, think he's he, a natural beauty. I think he can be one, and then I think the fifth is the option. Yeah, I'm not sure, sure. how his contract okay. is set, structured, but I give him at least one. I think he should stay at least one more season. Okay. Now, this is the question that uh, you and I and all of our peers are asking. Will any black men be hired for one of these jobs? Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce ain't gonna keep that job, big. Uh, what's his name? Um, just, just they were asking for. Uh, just got an interview uh, request. Uh, Raheem Morris. Um, he yeah, just they, got one. Yeah, Leslie they, Frazier, they not Raheem Morris. Leslie mm-hmm. Frazier just got an interview request. Yeah. You know, the same. They're gonna run out the they're same. They're doing the Rooney Rule stuff. Yeah. Hey, come on in and interview. <laughs> but uh, especially now that you have Belichick and Pete Carroll in the mix. Um, Depending on who watches out of the playoffs early, you might have another big name coach in the mix. It's going to be tough for the brothers on this go around. I'm just feeling that we're going to watch eight positions go to white. I know that Antonio Pierce, he's the interim until he's announced as the permanent. That position is still open. And so, yeah, the position mm -hmm. is definitely open. They've requested interviews already. Yeah, so, I yeah. think this bodes well for the Ravens in terms of their assistance because uh, Michael, uh, Mike uh, McDonald and um, Todd, Todd, Todd Munkin, Todd Munkin, um, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a thick field. It's going to be a very competitive field for coaches out there. And, um, you know, maybe that might mean, you know, with all of this competition, they might not get those jobs that they want or the money that they want, and maybe it's better to stay on staff. So we'll see what happens with that. And hopefully we we see a brother get a job. Uh, we know that at least there are going to be four black coaches in the playoffs this weekend, and so uh, uh, we're wishing success to them. Now, uh, there are several people that say that Dennis Allen should be fired by the Saints after his team decided to score a touchdown instead of kneeling to run out the clock. If you did not see Sunday's game with a highlight, uh, the um, the Saints were up 41 to 17. It was about maybe a minute left in the game. They were on the three-yard line, and they had lined up in the victory formation. And uh, the play sent in from the sideline was kneel, kneel down. And instead, the offensive team, uh, all the offensive players decided we're not going to follow the play that was sent in. We're going to hand the ball off to Jamal Williams. And they did, and he scored a touchdown. And Arthur Smith, uh, bless his heart, he, he probably didn't know he was fired until he uh, left the field. But uh, he was ready to fight. Uh, Jameis Winston <laughs> became the spokesman for the offense, just basically saying, hey, we, yeah, uh, Dennis Allen sent in the play, but we decided as a team we were going to ignore that play and do what we wanted to do. So um, should Allen be fired, or should they cut Winston for this? Uh, you got to get rid of Dennis Allen. Like they, they have no respect <laughs> for him. Right. Like they can he, So it's different if he called in a play in a game and they decided to audible loud, or he was like, coach, I saw something and this and that he called in victory. He called in a nail down. 
And they didn't even, they was like, he was, he was, uh, coach, let me do my best, Jameis Winston. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's not Dennis. It's not DA's fault. I respect DA. But as I told DA, it was the team decision. It was a team decision. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was major for Winston to even speak out about that. I mean, come on, black quarterbacks, we don't get a lot of chances. I know he's got a great arm and. Maybe he's going to turn into a career backup, but man, that could hurt his chances of going to other teams. Like, okay, this guy, they're not listening on plays. This guy is leading a revolt of the team he's, against my plays. I mean, he's a backup, and most coaches would be like, I wish the fuck he would try that <laughs> shit over here. That's Dennis Allen being soft. Right. First of all, you need Dennis Allen soft because when Arthur Smith came up, what are you doing? I'd have been like, he's fuck like, hey, man. You. Con- Calm down, man. I understand. I, I understand. It wasn't right. It wasn't, wasn't my right. intention. I, I didn't tell them to do that. I'd have been like, man, fuck you. You should have stopped it. You dry like, like a mug. I've been like, so you mad about the last touchdown. What about the first seven we dropped on y'all bitch asses? <laughs> you, know how I feel, you know right. how I feel about people getting mad about the score running up. What? It still only gave me one win. Neither one of us going to the playoffs. It don't matter. Calm down. Yeah. You ain't even got no job. I think he got fired before he even left the stadium. Because it was like the highlight came on. And then next thing you know, they was right. like, this Arthur just in. Arthur Smith <laughs> has been fired. <laughs> he should have he he got his money worth. I mean, if you go fuss at him, you should have punched him in his mouth. You should have got your money's worth. Right. He didn't fired anyway. Arthur Blank was just standing on the side as soon as he came, started going towards the tunnel. He was like, uh, don't go into the locker room. I need to speak to you. Arthur Blank was like, uh, nah, come here. Nah, let me uh, talk to you. Uh, He's like, see? Come here, Sonny. Uh, you're a fucking terrible coach now, see? <laughs> you don't, don't ever throw the ball to Kyle Pitts, like, see? Thank like, you, James Cagney. What is he? In public enemy double one or That's how he dressed. Uh, you never throw the ball to Kyle Pitts now. See, I paid a lot of money for B. John Robinson, and he doesn't run that much. See, he's, he's out of a '30s movie. You son of a gun! He don't look like he in the '30s movie. Come on, man. He looks oh. like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Yes, he, look, he looks like George Hamilton in Love at First Bite. <laughs> he's like, ah, yes, Arthur Smith. Come here, please. I'd like to talk to you. Yes, Smithers there. Smithers got him. Uh, Arthur, Mr. Blank wants to see you. Like, oh, or, yes. Or, or, or Arthur Smith is Smithers. It's like, ah, uh, yes. Let me talk to you for a, for a minute, young man. Your, your key card will no longer work at our facility. I have a Greyhound ticket for you to get back to Atlanta. Anyway, so uh, so a lot going on with the coaches. Uh, we'll see what happens in terms of filling these positions. I think it's going, like we said, it's going to be a very competitive hiring cycle. I do hope some of the brothers get an opportunity, and we'll see what happens. So let's go ahead and go into Wild Card Weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend. Super so, Wild Card. Super Wild Card. So we're going to start off with the AFC. With the number five Browns, the fifth seed Browns, playing the fourth seed Texans on Saturday. Uh, the Browns, this is their first playoff game in three years versus the Texans, who only won three games last season and ended up with the number two pick and likely offensive rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud. Uh, the Texans lost to the Browns at home on Christmas Eve, 
And now Stroud didn't play in that game because he had a concussion. And so, uh, Calvin, what say you? Who are you picking for this game, Browns or Texans? This is probably my uh, toughest one right here. This is a tough game. Uh, yeah, um, I, I don't know if the Texans have the experience to beat Joe Flacco. Um, mm-hmm. But they are playing in Houston. The Texans are riding high. Um, Joe has a tendency to throw interceptions, and it could be at the wrong time. He'd been escaping against these bad teams. Um, right. I'm going to just go I'm going to go ahead with the Texans on this one. I, I okay. think they can I think they can pull what I guess most would think of as a mini upset even though they're the higher ranked team. I think a lot of us would think that's an upset. Right. Um you must have saw me uh my my pick. I, I did pick the Texans as well. Um I do like the Texans at home. Uh that game that they played on Christmas Eve, no Stroud. Um Flacco did throw some interceptions in that game, but, you know, of course he threw some touchdowns. He's gotten away with a lot of stuff. Um, it's not like he's not the Flacco of old. They just have a very good defense and they've been able to cover a lot of his issues. I think the, the magic dust comes off on uh, Saturday um, versus the Texans. All right, let's go to the next game. Uh, number six, the six-seeded uh, Dolphins will play the third seed. Uh, Chiefs on Saturday night. Uh, the Chiefs won the Week Nine game in Germany versus the Dolphins. Uh, excuse, yeah, I said the Chiefs. The Chiefs won that Week mm-hmm. Nine game in Germany. Uh, this will be the 14th consecutive home playoff game for the Chiefs since 2016. Uh, the injury bug, as we know, has hit the Dolphins. They have no Jalen Phillips, no uh, Bradley Chubb, and they've lost their last two games to end the season. Uh, what say you? This game is going to be uh, one of the coldest games. In NFL history, I think it's going to be you know somewhere in the low teens. Um, what are you? What is your thoughts about that game? And I think it's supposed to be five below at yeah. some point. Um, I would normally have taken the Dolphins because I think they have more weapons. The Chiefs' offense isn't what it used to be, but something about that cold weather, that equalizer, boy, that that that'll stop a whole lot of that waddling and. Tyreek Hillen in there. That's going to stop a whole lot of that. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going with the uh, Chiefs in this one only because of the weather. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to go with the Chiefs now. uh, For the Dolphins, they do have uh, Raheem Mostert. He's coming back Mm -hmm. uh, to go with A-Chan and Wilson. Great running backs right there. All three of them are uh, good game breakers. I think Waddle is going to play in the game as well. He's back from that high ankle sprain. But to me, that team is just fugazi in, in the sense of when they play good teams, they just they don't they're not that fluid offensively when they're playing good teams, especially good defensive teams. Uh the uh Chiefs are up there in the top five ranking in terms of defense. I know they struggle on offense a lot. Um the receivers drop a lot of balls, and so um I'm not sure what they're gonna do offensively. But I think just playing out in the cold, if you you know, you used to be in South Beach um, most of your time, and you have to come to that cold. I don't, you know, I know they got heaters on the sideline and all those other things. I'm sorry. It just psychologically, I think it, you know, takes a toll. And so I'm, I'm definitely going to go with the Chiefs at home for this game. All right. And the uh, seven-seeded uh, Steelers, who got into the playoffs with the uh, Jaguars uh, choking, uh, excuse me, coaching, choking, 
last week are going to face the number two Bills on Sunday. Um, the Steelers, they haven't won a postseason game since 2016, and they're going to try without T.J. Watt, who was out with an MCL sprain. Uh, the Bills, they're making their fifth straight playoff appearance. They've won five of their last six, uh, five straight and six of the last seven games. And, you know, they've been in playoff mode for a minute. And so uh, who are you taking, Cal? Um, I just don't – I want the Steelers to win because they're the seventh seed. If they win, they would automatically come to Baltimore, and we need to beat that ass because they was talking real reckless last week. Like they were actually dancing in so. the locker room. Yeah, good man. Old time. talking real reckless. So I want them to win. But especially without T.J. Watt, I just don't see a path for them beating the Bills um, in Buffalo. So I, I, I'm taking the Bills. I agree with you. The Bills are just a better team. Um, that that win last week against the Ravens, the Steelers had. I mean, we, Ravens didn't play any starters. They know they it. did. They played them very limited. They kept um, shifting the offensive yeah. line. It was you know, it just yeah, we, it was just it was a preseason game for the Ravens. Yeah, That's basically. how they pretty much treated. They they didn't put anything on tape um, that you know was new or different. Um, I, yeah, I do think the Bills are much better. I think they're better defensively, and I definitely think they're better offensively. And without T.J. Watt. That makes a lot of difference, and so uh, we're going to go with the building. Let's go ahead and flip over to the NFC. We have the uh, seven seed Packers. They visit the number two seed Cowboys on Sunday. Uh, the Cowboys, they're making their third straight playoff appearance. This is going to be the ninth time uh, the Packers and the Cowboys have met in the playoffs. Um, the series is tied 4-4, and uh, Dallas has dropped the past two games in the playoffs to the Packers, but I don't think that's going to happen in this one. I'm going to go out on a limb and just say Cowboys at home, they'll take care of this. What is your choice? Yeah, you know, I got the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl out yeah, west, so, so of course I got Cowboys. Got the Cowboys. All right, uh, the next game on Sunday is the uh, six-seeded Rams. Uh, going back to Jay Twal. What's up, Detroit? What up, though? Going to uh, play the third-seeded Lions on Sunday, and the Lions, they're going to host their first playoff game in Detroit since 1993. Uh, they're making their first playoff appearance since uh, 2016. And this will be Matthew Stafford's first game in Detroit since he's been traded, since he was traded from the Lions in uh, 2021. And so uh, who are you taking in this game? Uh, Matt Stafford has been playing. Um, what's his name that that's seeing the black and yellow? What's his name? What's, uh, uh, <laughs> he, Matt, oh, my God. Matthew Stafford has been playing his uh music all week. Coming home, coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home. Matt Stafford is about to go into Detroit and blaze Wiz it Khalifa. up. Where's Khalifa? <laughs> Matt Stafford is about to go into Detroit and blaze it up. I got I got the upset there. I got the Rams beating the Lions in the dome. Wow. You you must have really peeked at my list. I had the Rams winning that game as well. Um, yeah, the Rams this offense. I think Dan Campbell is going to regret going for that two points against the Cowboys. He's going I'm, to regret. It was the difference I'm still between. For, I'm still having, for him going for. I understand it. being you know no risk it no biscuit. I understand, but that cost them the number two seed. <clears throat> excuse me. And the game against the lowest seed. Now you're playing, really, the Rams is not a six seed. If the Rams didn't lose those couple <laughs> games early, the Rams really is like a third or fourth seed. They're yes. good. 
<laughs> and so because you risked the biscuit, you are now facing one of the hottest teams in the league. Receivers, uh, Puka and uh, Cooper Cup are just tearing things up. The running back is running all over the place. Um, and I, I don't Kyron have any Williams. faith in the Yeah, Kyron Williams. I don't have any faith in the Lions D. I definitely, you know, question them in terms of stopping the pass. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a long – it's going to be a shootout. I think this game will be a shootout. Uh, and, you know, that could give the Lions a chance. But I, I, I do like the Rams in the shoot. I'm with okay. you on that one. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so, uh, hey, everybody's smart until they're dumb. All right. And so uh, we got the uh, fifth seed, Eagles. They're going down to Tampa to play the fourth seed, Buccaneers, on Monday night. Uh, the Buccaneers, they're making their fourth consecutive playoff appearance. Uh, the teams met in week three down in Tampa, and the Eagles won that game 25-11, and they held the Bucks to 174 yards of offense in that game. Uh, this is the sixth postseason meeting between the teams with the Bucks having a 3-2 advantage. Uh, Philly has lost its past two playoff meetings against the Bucks, and uh, the most recent being in 2021 where they lost 31 to 15 in the wild card round. Uh, who are you taking in this game? Yeah, I really, 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 really want to take the Bucks because the Eagles are on a nose dive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really want to take the Bucks, but it, it's just, it's something about Baker Mayfield that just always gives me pause and he's played well this year but he always gives me pause um i'm gonna go ahead and go with uh jalen and the eagles all right stepping out on a limb uh, not, the eagles that's not stepping out on a limb yes the it is it, be stepping out on a limb eagles have played terrible <laughs> do you have, believe they, that they've been about six weeks ago they were 10 and one <laughs> and they have limped into this final record, they went from the number one seed. We were talking about a uh, possible Super Bowl between them and the Ravens, and mm -hmm. they have gone, or them and the Dolphins at one point, they have gone all the way down to the number five seed. And um, and Baker, we trust, baby. And so I'm going to go ahead and go with Baker Mayfield. I'm going to take the Bucks in this game, I think, being at home. Um, I think because the Eagles, they just can't figure it out. Uh, they can't figure it out, and this is just a bad time, bad mojo for them. I don't, I don't think they get out of this game with the weekend. So I'm gonna take the Bucks, and so let's run okay. through these. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna step out. Let's go ahead and take these. Uh, review these picks again. Uh, Browns versus the uh, Texans. Calvin's taking the Texans as I am as well. Uh, Dolphins versus the Chiefs. We both take the Chiefs. Uh, Steelers versus the Bills. We're both taking the Bills. Packers versus the Cowboys. We're both taking the Cowboys. Uh, Rams versus the Lions. We're not going with the home team in this game. We're both taking the Rams. And the last game on Monday night, Eagles at Buccaneers. We split. And we'll come back and review it next week. Now, uh, from straight from the uh, get the F out my face file, <laughs> Wink told Dayball to get the F out his face. The Giants... Uh, and uh, defensive coordinator Don Wink Martindale. A lot of people don't know this man's first name is Don. Uh, Wink Martindale comes from the TV host Wink Martindale. You remember Wink Martindale? 
right? Tic Tac Doe. That was there my you go, favorite baby. show, man. Tic Tac Doe. That was my favorite game show. <laughs> so uh, Don Wink Martindale, they mutually agreed to part ways on Wednesday. According to ESPN and the New York Post, uh, Wink was um, angered that the team was firing his two closest lieutenants. And so he went in and cursed out Brian Dayball during a meeting on Monday. Uh, it's being reported that Wink went in. He said his piece. He got up. He slammed the door, walked out the building. And not only did he walk out the building, everybody, he went straight to his whip, jumped in the car, <clears throat> went to the airport, and went home to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. <laughs> he just left. <laughs> and so this was after the Giants had fired uh, Drew and Kevin Wilkins, who were considered like his closest lieutenants. As a matter of fact, Drew Wilkins was considered his right-hand man, and they came with him from Baltimore up to New York. And so uh, what are your thoughts on your boy Wink? I know we were laughing about Wink, and Wink's a wild character and all, but I, I don't know too many people. You can go in your office, cuss out your boss, and just go ahead and just bounce. And they were talking like they were going to bring him back next year. Listen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a fall the Giants have taken from last year. Bro. They were a playoff team. <laughs> Dayball was coach of the year. Bro. I told a buddy of mine that's a Giants fan. I was, he was like, yeah, Wink is killing for it. I said, be careful. Wink will kill the first year. And then they'll mm-hmm. get used to that shit. They'll get used to that all-out blitz. And they start tearing y'all asses up. And I'll be goddamn if they ain't start tearing their ass up. Now, granted, it didn't help that the offense was Saquon. That's right. it. Saquon. Yeah, because Danny Downs was gone. He was yeah, getting beat up. That was mm-hmm. it. But, yeah, man, I mean, listen, if I'm Dayball and, you know, I got Wink a little more recognition when he was down and out in Baltimore, I'm just like the dude in Waiting to Excel. You ungrateful Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you throwing an orange up at the <laughs> yeah. That's what's wrong with you, bitches. You get a good coach, and you don't know how to treat them. I was going to introduce you to my mama. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. With a leather vest on in Arizona. <laughs> yeah, Wink went out. They balling somewhere like, you know, I don't even talk about people like that. Right. But this fat motherfucker, (laughs) I called my pastor, my sister, and I told them. I called the Maras. I called the Mara family. (laughs) I told everybody, the Rooney family, look, please forgive me. (laughs) But it's got to be done. I've been quiet all this time. (laughs) I don't talk about my peers. I get mad at them, you know, but I don't talk about them. This fat bitch, because that's what you are. <laughs> yo, yo, there's yo. so many jokes we can drop about Wink right now. Wink. Wink was out of pocket, but I mean, it's whatever. It's football. It's a man's sport. That's what happened. You walk in this office. I know you ain't fired my niggas. Fuck you. And then Wink out. said, bury me upside down so you can kiss my ass. That's what Wink <laughs> said as he walked out. I bet, I bet Dayball ain't do the Dennis Allen. I understand. I understand. <laughs> right. I, understand. I didn't, I didn't call that. It that wasn't my call. <laughs> and go home. Go home out of state. <laughs> wink, wink flew the self out. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right about Wink, though. We loved him that first year. Yeah, he man. took I over mean, the he defense. Had a couple, we, yeah. He had a couple years, yeah. but it was all, we was like, yo, you right. can't just, you don't have the personnel in the back. And you're not even getting to the quarterback. The pet, the blitz yeah. wasn't even getting home. The year, that was the worst part about it. I think the first year that Lamar was injured and they missed the playoffs. Uh, yeah, he had people in the back on an island because he was blitzing. <laughs> that that Chicago Bears game, we almost lost that Chicago Bears game. That um, going a miracle catch by right. somebody that don't even play for the. <laughs> Ravens anymore thrown by Tyler Huntley. It was a miracle. I think it was you like know, a it was, fourth and 15 or some yeah, shit like that. You know it's a miracle because Tyler Huntley threw it. <laughs> he threw it more than five yards. <laughs> yo. yo. Snoop is horrible, yo. That game, I'm sorry, we're we'll going to go on to the next thing, but yeah, Snoop, he... He might, be, how, he might be back up next year because... Yeah, not for, not for the Ravens, he won't be. He might be back on the on the sideline next year. You got me choking over that. He is not gonna be in the black and purple next year. Hey, hey, bro. Uh, Absolutely not. They will absolutely not. Remember, this was a one year um it wasn't a free agent deal. It was uh yeah, it was a yeah, he said it was but it was a uh, it was like restricted not a restricted free agent. He, yeah, it was he, something like yeah, that. Yeah, restricted free agent. They but gave him a one year nah, tender. Oh, he not they not signing him. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely no. <laughs> That's Lamar Boy. He gonna be back next year. Nah, he ain't coming back next year. Nah. All right, we're going to see. Just like just like you, a screenshot, one of your predictions. Everybody, I want to tell you about Calvin. And this is not even my come on, y'all. Um, we had uh, our Mother's Day show. We were debating, and, and Calvin actually uh, predicted the Ravens' record. Uh, he was right there. I got to give it to him. I was one he off. Did. I was one He game. was one off. And, you know, I was questioning him because I was like, I don't know if a John Harbaugh coach team – could uh do what Calvin was predicting. But we're we have we got our, our chat line with two other friends. And uh Calvin was determined to prove that he had said this. He went back through all of the broadcasts. I knew which he, one it was. I ain't had yeah, to go through all and, of them. I knew which and, one it was. And he found it, screen recorded it, and sent it in the chat. You talk about that's, petty. How do people say that's, it? that's petty walk. That's a How do people move. say it? I got receipts. I tried. Matter of fact, when I told you I said it, you was like, I don't believe that. Show me the video. You literally said, show me the video. I ain't know he's going to go do it. <laughs> he petty, y'all. Petty walk right there. He petty. He petty. He actually went and found the daggone thing and screenshot it. Took the time to took, took the time to screen record it and then it put it right on up in the chat line. It don't take that long. It's just like when I upload these videos to the uh, podcast. All I had to do was go into it, hit my start, my beginning, let it record, and let it download. It ain't take that long. <laughs> Email hey. came and said, your video is ready. <laughs> go, go show them niggas. <laughs> you better, y'all. You better, y'all. You better. Anyway. In college football, uh, congratulations to um, Michigan uh, for beating 
um, Washington in the national championship game on Monday. But uh, bigger news than that, Nick Saban retires as Alabama football coach. He ends his career not only the best, but also the most successful coach in college football history with seven national championship titles, uh, six at Alabama, one at LSU. He's won 201 games, 11 SEC championships, uh, doing probably the most competitive era of any conference in the 154-year history of college football. He has had a team ranked number one at least once during all but two of the seasons that he coached. And so, um, you know, any words about Saban? Yeah, man. So just like um, when we were coming up with college ball, um, you know, we heard the legends of Bear Bryant, uh, John Wooden, uh, greats like that. This generation has that Nick Saban. Nick Saban is the man. Like, And if you think about it, um, you know, he came on while we were already adults because we were still in the Bobby Bowden ages, you know, sure. Florida States, things like sure. that. And Nick just I mean, and it felt like it was so quiet, but it was strong because every time you turned around, you expected Alabama to be number one. You expected Alabama to win the championship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shout out to Nick Saban. Now, I guess we want to forget about his Dolphins years. I guess we want to forget about that. Yeah, we that forgot just, about that. Just, just think about his Alabama that don't count. years that don't and count. his LSU years. We want to just LSU. think about those. Yeah, yeah that, that don't count. As a matter of fact, I, I'm wondering – would he be interested in the pro job? You you should not tarnish that legacy. You should not. Don't be um. What's don't be Steve Sparrier. Don't be Urban Meyer. Sure, don't sure, don't be any sure. of them guys. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Great coach. Greatest of this generation. Yeah. I think in my remembrance of college football, it was like Paterno. It was, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, the yeah. uh, Bear Bryant, you know, then, you know, you had the emergence of Bowden, Bo Schimble, uh, Beckler, you know, coaches like that. And so, yeah, um, definitely Nick Saban is uh, above those coaches. And so uh, congrats to him. Now we have to say uh, the uh, point of the program that everybody loves. Come on, yo. And so uh, you want me to start off? Yeah, yeah, you stop. Okay. Come on, yo. Why in the hot place is a playoff game on a channel nobody watches? I'm looking at the schedule, Calvin, for this weekend's game. I'm all like, yeah, this is going to be a nice little joint for Saturday. You know, 4.30 game. You know, I'll be back in the house by then. Get my little snacky snacks together. You know, get the little recliner straight. All that stuff. I might even turn on the surround sound for this game. You know, I'm going to watch the game. And so I'm like, oh, okay. I see one of the games uh, is on, I think that the Texans game, that's on uh, regular TV, terrestrial TV. And I figure, okay, the next game, that's going to be on regular TV too. But then I look and I see that the Dolphins-Chiefs game, which is probably the best game of the day, is on Peacock. <laughs> Peacock. Don't nobody watch Peacock. Ain't nobody got a subscription to Peacock. Why would they take a playoff? I mean, all right, y'all. Y'all did this little, you know, prime video thing for the Thursday nights. And eventually we all adjusted because we knew, you know, we'd go out and get a jailbroken stick. You didn't hear me say that. I don't say I have one at my house. But from what I hear, people go out and they get a fire stick. And they, you know, so 
that Thursday night game, at first it was a little hindrance once they moved into Prime Video, but now everybody's adjusted to it. And so you don't hear too many people complaining about it, uh, that they can't see the game on Thursday. But Peacock. Peacock. NBC took a primetime NFL playoff game and put it on a channel nobody watches. And guess what? I do have a Peacock subscription, but you have to have a paid subscription to watch the game because they put a a game on Peacock earlier this season, a couple weeks ago. I think it was the Chargers and the Bills. That was a Sunday night game. It might have been Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving weekend. I, I forget. It was around the holiday time. And they put that game on Peacock. And I, I try to find it on the Fire Stick, Calvin, on my uh, little app. <laughs> and I could not find it on the uh, Fire Stick. But come on, yo. Get, let's stop this. I, I, I know they say eventually, maybe in the next five to ten years, that the Super Bowl will become pay-per-view. Because as you can tell, they're shifting all of the games that we used to get for free. They're now on paid channels. ESPN is broadcasting more games. Prime is getting more games. Uh, Prime Video is getting more games. Uh, Now you got NBC putting their games on Peacock. I'm sure um, CBS is going to do it with Paramount+. Plus. They're going to start putting some of those games for, for pay on Paramount+, Plus to make you get a subscription. Uh, to Paramount Plus. And so, I, I, yeah, eventually this will probably be the thing in the next several years, but let's not do it now. Like, come on, y'all. It, 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 it's, it's the playoffs. We, we should not have to try to have some tomfoolery or asking people for their passcodes so we can watch a playoff. We've earned this. The true fans, we've earned this to be able to watch it on either ABC, CBS, or NBC, or Fox. Okay, don't do us like this. Um, so you know they've been doing it <laughs> anyway. You forgot to mention NFL Network, especially for the foreign games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, NFL the Network, they games, the Europe games on. Yeah, yeah, and so um, and a lot of people don't have a. You got to have one of the deeper cable subscriptions right. to have NFL the Network. NFL Network. So, mm-hmm. um, a lot of that now. One of the things I will say, um, and I don't agree with them with you, you know. And remember, we fussed about this um, when we. We're talking baseball, and they put a baseball, an Oreo game on Apple TV. Where right, they've been we don't have Apple TV. Yeah, yeah, we don't have Apple TV. That's a whole nother subscription. Um, I think one of the things that they looked at with this Chiefs game, and it's bad for us, but it's a shrewd move for them. Um, you take the Chiefs game and you put that on Paramount. You put that on Peacock. People that are watching the Chiefs games now are not just watching for the game. They're looking for Taylor Swift. Now you got Taylor Swift's whole crowd paying a little extra money just to see her at a football game. They capitalizing on all those Calvin, trends, man. Let me let me let you in on a little secret. I don't give a F about Taylor Swift. <laughs> None of us, those of us that watch football, okay. we don't care. I don't we care do about not Taylor care. Swift. That- yes, you're making it make sense. But it still don't make sense. I mean, I understand. <laughs> you're making it. Thank you. As a same man, I understand what you're saying. It's 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 funny. It's it's commerce. I understand. It, it, it's corporate dollars. They are it's trying that, to drive traffic yeah. to their channel, to their pay channel, which is yeah. I understand it. I'm, I'm clear. 
but I don't like it. I don't like it. And don't, don't like forget. And let's not forget, um, ESPN will start putting things behind that ESPN Plus mm-hmm. paywall. ESPN. Um, if you if you want to watch a good UFC match or a top boxing mm-hmm. match, you got to go in that paywall and watch that. And before you know it, they're going to have the football games on the plus. Mm-hmm. They're going to have the NBA games mm-hmm. on the plus. They're going to have the baseball games on the plus. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I understand that's the way it's going. And like I said, you know, they're predicting, you know, like I said, in the next maybe five or ten years. The Super Bowl will be a pay-per-view event. Hey, man. Can you imagine that? Something that we've gotten free all of our lives, you will have to pay $75, $80, $90 to watch. I mean, we we having to get used to paying a nickel for bags now. (laughs) Just put it in my hand. I just just pay it out. Put it in my hand. (laughs) When they ask me, I I got slick to it. You want a bag? I'll be like, nope. Let's, let's get this. They be like, how many bags? I be. I wish the fuck I would. I put all that stuff in my bags and zero. I wish the fuck I would pay for some yeah. bags. You know what? Let me let me not go. Anyway, That's go a whole another topic. Um, you know, I mean, Garland wanted to be funny, but yeah, this shit right here about Garland. Let me let me let me <laughs> let me oh, let me hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on. Let me make sure <sighs> I get it right because. Garland ass out here trying to uh try tripping. Let me make sure I get this right. Hold on. Here we go. Right here. Here we go. Oh God. Oh God. And let me make sure I, I play. Knew this was coming. Can you hear that, Garland? No. I just hear a siren. I know you in Northwest Walkville. So. Oh you You can't hear it? No. What is it? Is it is it me out celebrating my birthday? You couldn't hear it? No. Wait, you couldn't hear it for real? I couldn't hear it. Oh man, we got you gotta make sure you hear this, cause this my come on yo is for Garland for anybody that didn't know. Let me make sure I get this shit right, cause we we got to <laughs> we got to get you here. Oh God. <laughs> we gotta get you here, sir. Hold on. Oh, okay, okay. I think I can get it right here. I think I can get it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get it right here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Can you hear that? No, what's it saying? I'm being serious. I can't hear it. Oh, man. You know what? All right. I ain't even going to keep playing it. But anyway, since you can't hear it, I, I'll just move on. I'll just move on. Hold on. Let me try one more thing because, Garland, I want you to. I want you to. You know what? <laughs> Let me just go old school on Garland ass, cause oh my God. this come on, yo, is for my guy Garland over here. Cause Garland be hating, especially when a dude know what he talking about. Me. Uh, you gotta there play who you're scheduled to play. Cal, what do you there. think about the schedule? And did uh, they get screwed in terms of the uh, schedule? No, I actually think um, the schedule is favorable for them. Um, and if you think about it, especially with the, the biggest thing for the Ravens is in Oh, man, why stop it? Hold on. Listen to this knowledge. It's the one thing that I have to do. I don't know about their schedule the way they usually have it set up. They usually have these home games 
against the oh. division rivals. Except oh. the Steelers. The Steelers are usually coming oh. in December and January, and they're like separated by two weeks. So now you throw these away games on the road in the AFC North, where the Ravens in the past two years have been the first seeded team. Go ahead and hang on. the perception before the Lamar injury. So if you can get oh. the Ravens up one out of the way early, I'm out of there. You can beat the Browns on the road. You definitely can beat the Bengals on the road, even though we lost to the Bengals on the road, but we lost with Tyler Henry in the playoffs on a, on a fluke play. Now, the Steelers always want to be a tough matchup. That's always. But look at our defense now. We should be winning this game. Look at how I'm talking to you. I think when you start going on the road, that's when, towards the end of the season, that's when we start looking like, oh, but look at the yeah. teams you're playing on the road. With the exception of the 49ers, it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, Jags, play but, against the Jags. We never know. Right. Going out west, you can beat the Chargers because you've proven that many times. The Chargers implode. Yeah. And to beat the Rams, the Rams aren't that good. And, man, but we need defense can travel. So we don't necessarily need offense. We need defense. I don't think it's a bad schedule. I think it's going to depend a lot on, of course, the health of Lamar. But I'm also looking at the health of OBJ and the health of Jay. So those are the things we need. You know, with the new offensive coordinator, with J.K. Dobbins supposedly um, getting new life with Mark Andrews. I don't see it. I'm going out there, God. Here come, God. I did it with the Orioles. I did it with the Angels. I'm going to put it out there. I got my Ravens going at best. At just 15, that is worth at least three losses. Worth 14 yeah. and three. Just for bad calls, any just Let's go back. Bad, <laughs> bad time, time. time. Bad time management. Come on, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> let's bookmark. Let's bookmark this day. Bookmark when the June. When when the when the season is over right. and the Ravens are 14 and three or 15 and two. I need y'all to come back to the park. Come back to the park. You know what? Let me stop it right there. I'm going to play this on Facebook for everybody. I'm going to post it up just so they'll know how right I was and how Garland and Robin both laughed at me. Come on, yo. (laughs) Garland, I told you about the Orioles. I told you about the Lakers. I told you about (laughs) the Ravens. Come on, yo. Garland, how you doubt me, sir? I told you what was going to happen. I told you we should beat the Bengals on the road. I told you we should beat the Browns on the road. I said the Steelers might be a little tough. But it don't matter because the second half, we're going to take the defense out there to them. And we're going to win them games with the exception of maybe the 49ers, even though we beat them anyway. But we can beat the Jags. We can beat the Chargers. I told you what was going to happen. And then when I tried to tell you the record, you said, <laughs> Try to sound like Tommy. <laughs> and then, then what the part I didn't play was when Garland was going to be like, I said, Garland, what, what happened when we were 14 to 2 that season? Who was the coach? And here go Garland. Well, in spite of John Harper, I didn't ask you all that. I just needed to know one thing. Who? Garland was evading the question, evading and avoiding. <laughs> Come on, Garland. Stop playing me, yo. I know what I I know what I'm doing over here uh, in these in these prediction streets. 
I know what I'm doing, yo. I tried to tell you, yo. I tried to tell you. Where Robin at, as a matter of fact? And this was on Mother's Day. She tried to get a pass because she a mother on Mother's Day. Yo, she, she I don't laughed fuck just with as hard as I laughed. Like that. Yo, me and Tana don't fuck with nobody else's mother, yo. I don't fuck I don't with fuck nobody with else's mother. <laughs> yo, I tried to tell you. Come on, garlic. Come on, yo. Give my props, eh? Give my props. Can I get my props, y'all? Can I get my props? This is a shame. This is a this is a shame, y'all. This you're not this giving is what me my I props. Just, this is what I mentioned earlier that he was going to bring this up. It. it I, I told listen, y'all you'd have made me knock the thing out my ear. I. You know what? I can I can I can give you your props, Calvin. You were right. You were right. You called it. Um, fifteen and two, fourteen and three. You were right there. I missed it by one. Cause missed it by one. That um, still that Colts game is the one that got me. That Colts I'm gonna give, game. I'm gonna give you credit for fourteen and three. Okay, you were right there. I you you said fourteen and three at the worst, and I laughed. I laughed very hard. I had a nice hearty laugh. <laughs> it came from my belly all the way up. And look, in the video, Garland was rocking back on me. He was like, oh, and giving me that, you. I kept on asking him if he was sure. I was like, a John Harbaugh coach team? John Harbaugh. A man who's good for three losses on his own. Out of the three losses we had this year, at least one was his. So he cut down. They were all his. They were all oh yeah, that, that Pittsburgh one. That's true because he didn't kick the field goal they were when they were driving his. in the uh, when they were driving in the first half. The ball was game. perfect. It was horrible. Yeah. All, well, they had four losses. I'm not going to blame him for that Pittsburgh loss that last game. You can't blame oh. him for that really because that was you know. Yeah, but, they had four losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I have to. Come on, yo. All right. Come on, yo. Even a clock is right (laughs) at least two times a day. Yeah, but I've been right three times. I called the (laughs) Orioles winning over 100 games. Not God. God was like, I mean, they might win like maybe 80, 90 games. They went over 100, like I said. Lakers, I told you they was going deep in the playoffs. It was like, man, the Lakers ain't even going to make the play in. They made it to the Western Conference Championship. That's two times right there. Come on, call it. I got. I got. I, I need. I need to work. I need to work on my prognostications. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a rough time. I mean, you supposed to be calling the Greek. What, what happened? What I am calling the Greek. <laughs> I just calling the Greek on Facebook. I, I it, it, obviously it ain't translating to to fanboys because I'm striking out. <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame, y'all. That's to see see how you get done. That's all right. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna remember some of these. I'm just yeah. going back and combing through some of these daggone broadcasts. I mean, you should, but rarely, rarely am I wrong. So, but you know, go back through and see what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Rarely. <laughs> hey, right. man. After after lighting Garland up real quick, this is still a great show, man. That's a shame. That's all right. I can take it. I can take it. OG too big. I can handle it. Hey, the only thing that we care about right now is that the Ravens win the Super Bowl. So they keep getting these awards. I posted this and we talked about it. Well, you know what? You predicted that the Cowboys would win the Super Bowl. I didn't say they would win. I said they would make it to the Super Bowl. 
I predict okay. the Ravens will win the Super Bowl. I got the okay. Ravens and the Cowboys going. I think you who yeah. you had? You got the Ravens and uh I had Cow I know I had Eagles and Ravens. Eagles and Ravens. Yeah. I know. I know you better not say nothing about the Cowboys if you had the Eagles. They were 10 and 1 at one point. Had, yeah, they golly. must have found out that I picked them. You should uh, stick to soccer. See what Mbappe going to be doing. Stop predicting what Mbappe, Mbappe going to be doing. Look at you. Hey, man. But all we care about is the Ravens winning the Super Bowl. Like I said, they winning a lot of awards right now, but we don't give a fuck about none of them awards. We want that ring. We want that ring. They can win no awards and win that ring. That's all we care about. So there we go. But, there you go. Hey, another great show that we had tonight. Um, this will come out this Thursday night right now. So you will get this either Friday morning or Friday afternoon. So I'll make sure I work on that. But um, we definitely appreciate you joining us. Once again, we are live on YouTube while we're recording. And mm-hmm. we'll be on all the podcast platforms when it drops. So definitely continue to support us, man. We Support us. Yeah, we're having a good time. We're we doing time. some things. And we we always say we're going to do some other things. We're going to try to do some things in the 24. You yeah. know, we old and shit. Our backs and knees and shit. Right. Hurt. But yeah, we're going to try. Ask the landlord, can we record any other day? So just let, see if he'll let us. And so. I don't know, bro. I don't know. You see, he took my birthday money and everything. He yeah. Took put his hand all up in your card. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, he, he a bully. <laughs> the hey, one he man. got cornrows, he got straight back. He a bully. <laughs> Listen, that's he be walking around here like old dog and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I'll be telling his mother, you better come get him. He like, what you say about my mama? Young blood. Yeah, young blood. <laughs> hey, OG man, let me, landlord. Let me play this outro right here real quick. We get get on out of here. <laughs> Calvin got something right, y'all. Three things. You have been listening three to things. Fanboys. And all things three black things. with Garland and Calvin production. Even the broken clock is right three times. And make sure to rate and review this episode. Yes. All right, man. Later. All right, bro. Peace. <laughs>